AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Thank you and welcome back to AM 630 The Word Church of the Week. So happy to be back, so happy to be back in the studio today. And I want to share with you uh, a thought that came into my mind as we are still reading the Word. I mean, I don't, I don't know of a time of the year where we don't need the Bible. We don't need the Word to guide us and to instruct us, to teach us, to correct us. And uh, in the book of Genesis, we find the story of the father of our faith, Abraham. And I, and I, and I read in, in chapter 15, there's such an interesting uh, passage. In chapter 15, God, he has Abraham, Abram, as he's known then, Abram, has a, has a vision. And God is telling him, do not be afraid, Abram, for I will protect you and I will reward you uh, and your reward will be great. And then what, what gets me is Abram's response. I think if God were to tell most of us that, we would just be like, wow, thank you. That's awesome. But Abram, Abram went a little bit further. I think Abram understood his responsibility. And he said, oh, sovereign Lord, what good are all your blessings when I don't even have a son? And, and right there is, is, is the, the thought of that, of that verse. Ab- I believe Abram understood the responsibility of the blessing because we, we would be happy to buy a bigger house so we could hoard more things and, and make the garage bigger so we could buy another car and, and, and get more things because God is going to greatly enrich us. But I don't, I don't think that's the kingdom mentality. That's not the way God thinks. And I think I believe that's why Abram, then his name was changed, and then it was counted to him as righteousness. And then you go to Hebrews and you go and you see him that, that he, was, it was, he is the father of our faith because he, he knew that the blessing could not stop with him. We have a responsibility. And no matter where you are on your blessed meter, whether you think you're blessed or you, don't, you, don't, you think you're not so blessed, you are blessed. And with whatever blessing or level of blessing you think, you're responsible to find someone to bless. Give from what you have received. Freely we have received, right? There's a passage in the Bible that's, that's a popular one. Freely we should give. And so I want to challenge you today. Instead of thinking of the things you don't have and how, how much lack or how, whatever, think of the things of how God has blessed you. And then find someone. Give them a word. Encourage them. Buy them, buy them lunch. Buy them a drink. You know, find someone that you can bless because, by the way, uh, when you sow the principle, also a biblical principle, you will reap. And if you think you're not blessed enough and you want to find more blessing, then I would, I, I would again, this works. Find someone to bless. Sow into the kingdom and begin to give. And, and God, then you're going to activate some of the other principles of the kingdom and you will be able to receive. Amen. So I encourage you today to, to be a blessing. Be a blessing to somebody else and it's going to bless you a lot more. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, we're back in the studio and back with, uh, with a friend. It has been a long time. I, I consider Pastor Lupina Stewart a, a friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I remember 
uh, the several times we have been in the studio together, and I've enjoyed it so much. And so, Pastor Lupina, thank you so much for being our Church of the Week today. I am so happy to be here with you, and also I consider you my friend, and I'm always excited to see all the different things that this ministry is doing around our city and even beyond. Amen, amen. And so we're we're here to talk about a specific event, and and maybe we'll 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 touch it right now, and then we'll come back to it at the end. So, uh, it, uh, Northern Hills United Methodist Church does an annual event. Yes. Right. And now I I believe you had to take some years off. Yes. Right. And like many, like many mm-hmm. had to do. Uh, but we're back. Yes. And so now you're doing the blessing of the bike. Exactly. So one of the things that happens for us at Northern Hills is that we want to be sure that every person that is around this city knows that it's a person that has the opportunity to be blessed by the Lord. And then that word for me is very powerful, brother, because I tell my congregation that we are called to be blessed, Macarios, for the kingdom of God, because blessed in Greek is Macarios. And what it means is more than just feeling or like I have received things. Blessing is a place that God gives you. Mm. So when you are in that relationship, with God, you are in a position that is different. You see the world different and you act different because of the position God gives you. So I tell the congregation, blessing has always been in fashion. We think it's out of fashion or it's something from the Old Testament, but I tell them even today when we have children and people around us, we are called to bless them. And the call is to say, you know, God, I'm declaring that person that becomes a space so that person becomes a space where your Holy Spirit can be. And through that, they can come and connect to this world in a different way. So I'm also inviting you to think in yourself like that. You are blessed not because you have received a lot or because you are receiving few things. Blessed is a gift that God provides to all of us by the fact that through his love, you're separate to a different place. And through that, you're capable to see this world with a different value. Now you see it as God sees that. So I pray that you can see this world as God is calling you to see that. But also to take the responsibility of saying, whoever is under your authority, your children, your family, in your job, whoever is working under you, you have the authority to bless them and say, you know, God, I pray that the life of this person as well as their family is separate for you, is blessed so they can sense your spirit moving and through that they can see this world different. So we want to do the same with the people who have their motorcycles. And what is important for us is to say, you know, they are in this motorcycle. And I have learned it's a very spiritual uh, moment, too, because they are alone driving, riding. And through that, they have an opportunity to listen. So for me, it's important that they are blessed. By that is they make that space of them riding the bike as a space where they can see God speaking to them. They are answering to God. And through that, they can see this world in a different place. So we're looking forward to bless these motorcycles on Saturday, March 25th from 11 a.m. to 1230. But this time we're doing it in connection with Bandera United Methodist Church. So it's going to be at Bandera. And we have connections also with two other chapters of associations of motorcycles. We're also going to provide breakfast tacos and coffee and water because one of the things that you need to know about United Methodist people is that we love the Word of God, but we also love to eat. Amen. And we believe that there are no calories in any event that you work with the church because God is good. <laughs> the, the, when you thank God for the food, we rebuke the calories. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, I, need, I need to go to that church. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it be... It, I, 
I love what you're saying. And it becomes that responsibility to to really measure what we say. Yes. Because so many, so many believers, uh, we're so easy to fall into the temptation to judge someone. Mm -hmm. You know, and instead of speaking the blessing, mm -hmm. you know, we begin to speak a curse. Yes. You know, we find evil, we find bad or fault in everyone, mm -hmm. you know, but we have to take responsibility, understand. And I think when we understand we are that channel, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right? We are, mm -hmm. the, we are that channel yes. that God has blessed us. I am blessed. That's not, that's not a, that's not really a faith statement. I mean, that's really the fact. Mm -hmm. I am blessed. We are blessed. Mm -hmm. Now, the responsibility is to say, you, God bless you. Yes. And that's that's something in my custom. Yes. You know, go to church mm -hmm. and say, Dios te bendiga. God yes. bless you. Yes. Mm -hmm. And 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 we take that we take that seriously. It's not just hello. Mm -hmm. It's God bless you. Yes. You you are blessed. And so we need to guard our mouth mm -hmm. and guard our actions exactly. and guard what we see so that we can look through God's eyes and say, I, I, I realize I'm blessed, but I'm looking at another blessed person. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then uh But we but we we take that lightly. Yeah. You know, and we're we're easy to to look at fault and find fault. Mm -hmm. But today in this event, you're you're taking that to another level. You're doing it on purpose. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're intentional about this because, as you said, we can agree with different words that we receive around the world. That is one thing that we do is that we label people, mm -hmm. and I believe that sometimes we have labeled the people of the motorcycle culture in a specific way. But, you know, I had a very good father-in-law, and my father-in-law was also a pastor, and uh, right now he retired. But he told me, you can choose with which words do you want to do a covenant on when you say, I am not going to do a covenant with the word you gave me. So there are times that we make covenant with words that are actually negative. We accept to say, oh, you are the child that is always the conflictive. Oh, you are the wild in the family. Oh, you are the, as we say in Mexico, the gordita. Or you are the, the, oh, the, the one that no one wanted to be around. Mm -hmm. And we make a covenant with the word because then we become that. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that my father-in-law told me is like, you don't need to do that. So there are times even with people who have good intention and say to you, oh, you know, this is going to be really hard of you. Or, you know, I believe this. And maybe they have a good intention. But there are times when I say, I'm not going to do a covenant with what you just said. Because my covenant is going to come from the words that God is telling me. And God is telling me, I'm a child of God. And he's telling me he loves me even before I was born. So my desire is for the people on the motorcycle that if we have labeled them in any way we have, that through this blessing, that will become almost like a shower of the grace and love of Christ in a way that any label that they have had that is negative, that is making them take decisions that are difficult or even harmful, it will come to a place that I say, I don't need to live under that covenant. I don't need to receive those words as the labels that I'm having, but receive the word of saying, I am a person created in God's image, and I deserve respect, and I deserve love. And through that, it is how we are empowered, knowing that the Holy Spirit will walk with us, knowing that through that transformation, restoration of our self-image comes. And through that, the community that is around us also will have some impact, too. I think that's such a that's such a powerful word. Um, and we need to understand the power in our words. Exactly. You know, if we look at look at the Bible, you go to Genesis 1, mm -hmm. God created the heavens and the earth, and then what? He said. Yeah, he spoke. Mm -hmm. Right? And that was what initiated creation. Yes. And nothing that was made was made without mm -hmm. that. 
And so there's power in that word. And then he said, let us make man mm -hmm. in our image. Mm -hmm. that he may have dominion. And so mm -hmm. there's, there's something that we carry. Mm -hmm. But I love what you said about the, the community, the biker community. Mm -hmm. I'm not a biker. Mm -hmm. However, I have thought like that, mm -hmm. that these, these people that ride bike, they're just rebels. Mm -hmm. They're just angry. They're just, you know, they want to make noise in their, in their, mm -hmm. in their hogs or whatever they call them. I'm not mm -hmm. a biker. Excuse me. Uh, but when they now accept that word over themselves, mm -hmm. you know, and so that, that right there, that's a principle that transcends bikers. That's everybody. Exactly. Like you said, if you're the black sheep, you say, well, I'm supposed to act bad. Mm -hmm. I've been labeled. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm supposed to be the rebellious one, or the, mm -hmm. you know, because my mom labeled me. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't lose weight. I'm, I'm the fat one of the yeah, family. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and then... Uh, so we, we make a covenant. I love the way you say that. The way, the way I say that is with amen mm -hmm. or I receive yes. it. Yes, exactly. You know, and, and I, I tell the church, you need to listen to what people say. Mm -hmm. And then don't just say amen to everything. No. I receive it or I don't receive exactly. it. Exactly. And then you, but understand what God says about you. Exactly. Get, understand what the word says and mm -hmm. then you understand who you are. Mm-hmm. And then that 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 thing will that that uh, that bell will go off and say, "Oh, that's me." They're talking about me. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. I could get a better job. Mm -hmm. You know what? I don't have to rent. I could I could own a home. Mm -hmm. I could fix my credit. Mm -hmm. My kids don't have to be mm -hmm. crazy. They mm -hmm. could go to college. Yes. You know, and and all these things become they begin with the thought. They begin with the word, mm -hmm. and with how you receive it. Yes. yes. One of the things I, I love, and and I don't know about so much if it's part of the Mexican culture, mm -hmm. but in the Caribbean culture. Mm -hmm. We walk into a room, and our elders are there, grandma's uh -huh. there, mom is there, los tios, mm -hmm. and we go one by one, and we say, bendición. Yeah, yeah. And we're asking for the best, for mm -hmm. the blessing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? And if you don't ask for the blessing, you may get the next thing, a cocotazo, yes, or a slap yes, upside yes, the head. Yes, yes, uh, but, but we ask for the blessing. Yes. And that blessing is so important. Would you, yeah. would you share a little bit about, uh, about the blessing? I mean, you have such a, that's such a, a powerful word. Could you expand on that? Yeah, for me, that has become, honestly, at this point, the key word for our congregation. Um, in 2019, I changed position in the church where I am, and now I'm as a senior pastor. And when I was praying about where is God calling this congregation, and the word that came, it was that, Macarius for the kingdom of God. And I realized, so God is giving us a specific place for everybody. He's calling us to be in that very special place that comes as a consequence of that relationship with God. So just think about how beautiful it is to know that you are able to see this world in a different point of view. And many times when we are labeled in specific ways, you see this world different. You can see the world as an angry person because you feel you are hurt by the world. You can see this world as a place that you can never get the best of it. You feel always like I'm the poor. I'm the one who doesn't have the money. I'm an immigrant. So as an immigrant, I can also see this world as, okay, I am an immigrant in this place and it's just going to um, be a place that is going to hurt me in some case. But when I choose to say, you know, we need to see this world as a person who has been receiving full grace of the Lord and is giving you the opportunity of a life that is different through his transformation, then you see this and you realize this is just one chapter of that life eternal that God has provided to all of us. I have been doing a lot of funerals lately, mm. and it's, at the beginning, I confess to you, I didn't like them, but the more I'm doing them, the more I'm valuing them, value them, because one of the things I learned is this, 
especially when I have known the person as a strong Christian. One of the things I see is it is true. I see how even in the moment that they die from this world, you can sense the peace that comes by knowing this is just the end of one chapter. There is more coming. So knowing that even that situation of death is not something that for us as Christians is something that stops our story. It is something that makes you understand this world with that understanding of, of blessing, of saying, you know, now I know that whenever I see this world, it is a beautiful resource that God has given, but this is not it. There is more coming. But then I treat this world with a different way. I also respect it different because this is not mine. This is God's world. The salary that I receive, it's not mine. It's the Lord's. The family that I have, it's not mine. It's the Lord's. My children are not mine. They are God's. So all of that allows you to think in a very different way, and you respect this different. Whenever you see a person, even if you disagree, you think about them as saying, you know, I probably don't like you, or maybe I don't like your haircut, <laughs> or I don't like how you look, but I need to remember that you were created in God's image, and I need to respect you in that way, and I'm going to bless you. So in that way, any kind of distance that I will try to make with you, because I probably don't like something from you, that it's removed. Because through that, then God brings to me grace and to you. And in that way, we can connect and be also able to see how God can work in our lives. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, my, my, my mind is just, is, is just moving so fast because of some of the trigger things mm -hmm. that you're saying. Uh, so when, when you buy into and you understand the blessing, mm -hmm. then it becomes... Uh, like you said, the, the peace, yes. which is the balance, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and then the stewardship mm -hmm, piece of mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. you know. And part of what we, uh, you know, people think stewardship, they think money, and they don't want to mm -hmm. go to Stewardship Sunday because pastor's going to collect offering. <laughs> <laughs> but it's way beyond that. Yes. Uh, it, it, it is keeping track, stewarding everything that God has given yes. us. And God has given us everything that we have mm -hmm. it's, it's not just you know the money no. uh, but the relationships and when we are different mm -hmm. isn't isn't that balancing if if i'm if i'm if i'm way on this side and you're mm -hmm. way on that side we we definitely do need each other because our differences will balance us out i'm going to be better mm-hmm Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna be better off because I, I I have you in my life. I have somebody that's different from me in my life, and I think those are you know I wouldn't say that's that's the key to a, a good marriage, but very, my wife is completely different yeah. from me. We're not the same, mm -hmm. you know, and and she likes stuff that I don't like, and and I learn to like them now. Yes, you know, so that that balance and that stewardship yes. has has all that all that to do. And I, I mean, we could go down every word that you gave in, in mm -hmm. the in the devotionals and they seem to to work out and to, and to fit mm -hmm. one of the things is that uh, for me the word shalom that's the one of peace many times we think in peace as something that is just like you know this is a nice calm day or or, or yes there is no stress but shalom is not like that shalom is wholeness and you know for me to be whole sometimes and i confess in my life is to be whole god has to deal with my dark spots mm. and my dark places but because of his love and because he wants me in balance he has to deal with that part of me so i need to allow god to come and work in places that are a little bit dark as i was uh, sharing one time at church have you ever opened the refrigerator and something stinks mm. 
How is the only way you can deal with that? You can put all these smell things around. You can put good food around to try to kind of hide the smell. But the only way, the only way is when you take all the things out and you find where is that stinky spot. It's the same with shalom. There are places that, that we have that stink uh, we, because we did something that hurt our spirit or someone imposed that on us. But we have to deal with that. So that's not something peaceful in the sense of calm, but it is shalom because it's going to bring that away from you and it's going to put you in balance. It's going to put you again on saying, you know, this actually belongs to you. This actually does not belong to you. And there are times when God is going to call us to act. And he's going to kind of put this spirit of like move right now because it's necessary so that you can bring the kingdom of God in this place. And sometimes it's going to be for you that you're going to need to stand up and just shout something. Or there are times when you're going to need to be the one quiet to avoid something that is not going to glorify the Lord. That's also shalom. So shalom is to maintain the opportunity for the kingdom of God to speak in this world. And um, it depends on the emotion sometimes where God needs you there. And talking about emotion, isn't yeah. that some, one of the triggers for us to lose yes. our peace? Yes, yes. Actually, we're preaching about emotions during this uh, month of January here at the church in, in, in there. And one of the things we have learned is God is so amazing about creating emotions. There's nothing wrong with the emotions. What is wrong is that if I let the emotion lead me, it's more about I need to bring my emotion to the Lord. And then the Lord will help me to know how to deal with that. But it's something that God created on us. It's just who's leading them. That's a question. Again, mm -hmm. the stewardship piece. Exactly. That's part of the same thing. Mm -hmm. And when we don't have peace, when we don't have peace, it's like, then I have to take care of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and how am I going to take care mm -hmm. of it? And then that triggers, that tri and the dominoes start falling. Yes. And then, yes. you know, it creates breaks problems. loose. And that's exactly what I also sense is the beauty of the Lord is that he knows that we, to bring that shalom, you need to have like a coach with you. Mm. And that's where it comes the Holy Spirit. It's like that paracletos that's who's right. walking next to you. And when he's walking with you, and that's one of the things I don't know with the Caribbeans, but at least I can tell you with the Mexicans, that whenever we're walking with a friend, we're talking. I mean, oh. we talk, we say, we share recipes, we talk about our children, we talk about our husbands, we try to fix the world and everything else. So we talk. And what happens is at the end of the walk, maybe we lose a little bit of some calories. But what I assure you is that we are closer to that person. Mm -hmm. And maybe then we go and have cafe con pan and forget cafe about the calories. Leche. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but... What happens in there is you get closer in relationship with that person. Yeah. I love that God decided to call the Holy Spirit the paracletos, the yes. one who walks with you, because that's where the advice comes. That's when the power comes, when he tells you, mm. let me tell you how to deal with your emotion. Let me tell you how this is going to help you to balance. And there will be times that we will receive answers that says, you know, maybe you are not going to understand this right now. Maybe you will get it when you are in heaven, and maybe in heaven you're going to say, I really don't care anymore. <laughs> but you knew that you were led by the Lord. Yes. Mm -hmm. hey, Amen. That is awesome. I would, I would say uh, we do walk and talk. We, we just talk a lot faster, perhaps. <laughs> That's true, right? <laughs> and Caribbean. we move our hands. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of hands. Yeah. So, Pastor Lupina, one more time. March 25th, close us out. You know what? 
invite us to, to the event. Yes, so I want to invite you. If you are a motorcycle rider, you have to come. If you are not, but you are willing to pray uh, with your brothers and sisters also in the motorcycles, I also invite you to come. So it's going to be, it's called Blessing of the Bikes. It's number six this time. And also it's a book drive. So I'm going to invite you to give us a book for children because we have a ministry where we read for children. So I am going to invite you. You can have a book and give it to us. That will be great. And it's going to be on Saturday, March 25th from 11 to 1230 at Bandera United Methodist Church. That's in 1103 Cedar Street in Bandera, Texas. And we're going to provide free breakfast, tacos, coffee, and water. So we look forward to have you there with us. And I'm sure you're going to be a blessing, but you're also going to bless someone else. Amen. Tell us, what time is your service at Northern Hills? Northern Hills, we have services of a lot of flavors and different times. So if you want traditional service, and that has a value too, those are at 8.30 and 11 in our 1604 campus. We also have a contemporary worship service, and that is at 11 in our 1604 campus. But we also have bilingual. We're speaking English and Spanish 100% in the, in the whole service, and that is at 1 p.m. in our ministry center, Uh, campus that is in 4306 Naco Pass. Amen. And so we could find out more information at nhumc.org. Yes. Mm nhumc.org. Pastor Lupina, thank you so much for being here with us today. It's my pleasure. Always love having you. And if you want to hear more of Pastor Lupina, give us a call and maybe we could pressure her to be on the radio more often. Uh, but God bless you, San Antonio. Go to church on Sunday. And if you're looking for a good church, Northern Hills is the place to be. God bless you. Gracias. Thank you so much. Gracias. <laughs> thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com.